1: If you have your Bibles and will turn with me, we are going to go to the New York Times headline, excuse me, the Book of Revelations. Well, the Bible is reading like headlines right now. Amen. And I'll say this, you can't see him right now, but I want to say uh, that I am thankful for uh, Armando Ricardo, who is translating for his first time tonight. And we're so thankful for him. Amen. And so I'll try to keep in mind that, that uh, try to you know, keep it slow, but I know he'll do a tremendous job. Revelations chapter 13, beginning at verse number 2. Revelations 13, beginning at verse 2. And I, I, I want to say that while you're turning there, that um, tonight uh, we are, uh, it was a bit of a risk, but we went ahead and went live from our Facebook page tonight just because there were so many inquiring want wanting to be a part of the Bible study tonight. And uh, I'm going to deal with, now to Christians, this is not sensitive uh, material, but to people who out are uh, not aligned with Scripture, is, it is quite a bit sensitive, amen. But for those of us that believe in the Word, it it's affirms everything. And I don't know if you have uh, paid attention since our... Would it's been like two or three weeks now, I've taught on this subject of the New World Order. Have you noticed how much has unfolded on the world stage since I taught that about two or three weeks ago? It has unfolded, and it's not coincidental. It's God affirming His Word, amen. Not affirming me, not affirming uh, my uh, ministry, but affirming His Word. That His Word is right, Amen. And so we're going to continue on in this Bible study uh, tonight on the New World Order and end time Bible prophecy, and, and we're going to talk about that tonight. Revelations chapter thirteen, beginning at verse number two. Now the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. His feet were as the feet of a bear. But he say the feet of a bear. How many know what the bear is? We talked about this, you remember? What nation is the bear? It's Russia, amen. The bear is Russia. He said, and I saw the feet of a bear and his mouth is the mouth of a lion and the dragon gave him his power. Now, who's the dragon? What nation is represented by the dragon? Huh? China. So you've got the bear the feet of a bear, but its power, its backing was given by China or the dragon. That sound, does that sound a little familiar to where we're living right now in time? People are looking at Russia and they're going, they're invading Ukraine and isn't, and it's horrible. But do you think Russia would do what they're doing in Ukraine if China wasn't backing them up? Bible already called all this out and his seat and great authority and I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death and his deadly wound was healed and all the world wondered after the beast. So now we're talking about a beast that had been wounded but is now healed. A beast that had been in recovery and not so prominent and is now coming back to prominence. And they worshiped the dragon, verse 4, and they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. They worshiped the dragon. You know all this woke stuff happening right now, isn't it amazing that it only woke in one direction? Somebody needs to inform the world how horrible America is so people will stop coming here, according to the woke people. Right? But you know who they won't criticize? The dragon. China has over a million minorities in slave camps right now. They're the Uyghurs. Harvesting their organs. Rape. Murder. This is all, and you know what? Our media knows about it, and they won't say anything. Our, all these athletes that are so woke to every issue, and the, they won't say anything because China's paying them millions to make their tennis shoes. Hollywood knows about it, and they won't do anything because China buys their movies. So they all worship the dragon. you with me? It's in the book. The, the elites and the powerful of the world are worshiping the dragon right now. Amen. Praise God. And they worship the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him. Go down to verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb, and spake as a dragon spake like a dragon. amen so here comes another beast who kind of looks a little bit like a lamb but he sounds a whole lot like a dragon. this stuff's in the book y'all seeing this if, if you think this is Eerie wait till I show you some videos verse 12 and he exerciseth all the power of the first beasts before him and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. I'm re-emphasizing this because there is a nation that everyone has counted off that's about to rise back to prominence again. Amen, y'all okay with this? I know we don't teach on prophecy anymore where everybody wants to hear teaching about how do I feel better about myself? How do I get everybody to love me? How can I get rich? You know, the 95 ways Christ loved me today and I'm happy about it our Caleb theology but this is the stuff we need to know amen verse 13 and he doth wonders so that he maketh fire to come down from heaven on the earth on the side of men verse 16. And he calls it all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man, buy or sell, save that he hath the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man and his number is six hundred three score and six, or we know it as six six six. Amen. I hope y'all aren't too too scared right now. Start reading down the Book of Revelations, and people go, like, oh, oh, oh. "The Book of Revelation says it is a revelation of Jesus Christ. It's going to reveal the Day of the Lord." I'm excited about the Day of the Lord say, you're excited about judgment? You better believe it, because I won't be here. I'm going to be up in glory. Amen. Praise God. Let's pray together right now. Jesus, I thank you for your Word, for in it there is wisdom and power and life, and I pray, Lord, that you would speak to each person in this place. Open our understanding and give us wisdom. Lord, for we know not the hour in which you return, but we do know the season, and we are in the season of the coming back to this earth and establishing your kingdom on the earth. I thank you, Lord, that your word has revealed that to us in Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. Amen. You can be seated. We're going to be talking about the new world order again uh, tonight. Amen. In case you're wondering, it's a vitamin drink. Some of y'all are looking up here like, are you kidding? No, it's, it's, don't worry. Amen. Praise God. Now, we talked a little bit, um, has it been two weeks now or three weeks? We talked a little bit about this new world order, and we kind of got into it, and um, it's very important for you to understand, number one, there is nothing that has happened that God's Word has not predicted And there is nothing that will happen that God's Word will not predict. Amen. And we are living in the age, and it was so amazing. We went, I I taught on Tuesday night. I taught on the New World Order, and I talked about the Tower of Babel. And then Friday night at men's conference, for all the men that were there can affirm this, Brother Rashidi Collins preached almost verbatim a chunk of what I taught a section of what I taught on the Tower of Babel and the new world order and where we are amen and so the whole point of the Tower of Babel was that Nimrod was going to build by his own intellect and ability a tower that would reach the heavens amen it's going to be a little bit of interactive and participation class for a little while Does anybody remember why they were building the tower? Anybody want to holler it at me? Why were they building a tower? To get to heaven. Why did they want to get to heaven? They didn't want to be judged. God had flooded the earth, and after a few generations of men, it was fresh in their memories. Water lines are still evident where it had flooded in the mountains. Amen. And uh, the story spread. Humanity is repopulating the earth. And now, uh, the people got together and said, God, you're never going to judge us again. Right? Led by Nimrod. Amen. Nimrod said, God will never judge me again. And the only way to keep God from judging us is to build a tower That would reach the heavens that no matter how much rain and water that he sends, he will never be able to flood the earth and judge us again. Boy, doesn't this sound like Christianity in 2022? You can't judge me. Yeah, I don't hear, I don't hear atheists saying that. I hear Christians saying that. When Christians are living, contradicting the Word of God, they're living against God's Word, Christians say that. You say, you're not, you're not, you're not trying to judge them, you're just calling it out and, and, and not even in a mean way. Or maybe your lifestyle of separation and holiness, your lifestyle of dedication to the Lord. Somebody will look at you and, and, it, and, and, and look at that and it brings conviction to them and And they'll always respond with, you can't judge me. How many's heard that before? It's the favorite buzzword. You can't judge me. The Bible says you can't judge me. Well, that's not what the Bible says. Matter of fact, Jesus was very clear on this issue. Extremely clear. I need to judge you. That's my obligation. Now, I can't judge you and put your soul in hell and I can't put your soul in heaven. That's the ulti- I can't do that. But I can look at your fruit and judge. That's what Jesus said. He said, you will know a tree by the fruit that it bears. And there's a whole lot of churches ain't bearing churchy fruit. And there's a whole lot of, and I say this in air quotes, Brother Ricardo, I'm saying in air quotes, a lot of Christians who don't have Christian fruit. Now, for all the people that say that separation from the world is unnecessary, how come Jesus said you're supposed to be able to look at a Christian and judge? Well, Jesus don't care how anybody looks. Are you sure? Are you really sure about that? Because he said... You would look at a tree and know what kind of tree it is by its fruit. He didn't say you take an axe and split it down the middle and open it up and see what's on the inside. He said you ought to see what's on the outside of the tree. And that will determine what kind of a tree that it is. So pardon me if I don't believe that everybody who puts a fish symbol on the bumper of their car is not a Christian. And pardon me if I don't believe everyone that speaks with tongues is a Christian or runs and dances on a Sunday as a Christian. I'm not, I, I don't care if they prophesy and raise the dead. Because I'm supposed to be a fruit inspector. amen if you try to take me to a lemon tree and say look at these lemons and it's got apples on it right that's what a lot of churches are doing now they're saying no 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 it's really a lemon that's our truth I'm talking about a new world order the only reason the spirit of Antichrist is so prevalent in our nation right now is because our churches are filled with cowards. Prayerless, powerless, dedicatedless people. No, it's really, a, well, I know you see an apple, but in our mind, we're living our truth that this is a limit. That's what the transgender movement is. Of course, the transgender movement and the antichrist movement is just like this. You you couldn't separate them. Amen? You can't can't separate the the, the two because the transgender movement says, um, well, you've got to accept my truth. But what about God's truth? And we've got churches that are too afraid to stand in a pulpit and make a declaration that God is still right, that he created male and female. And you can't change that. And I can't change it. There is no changing that. Amen? It, it's so important to remember that the goal of Satan is to pervert God's word to twist it. Amen. That's, that's what the enemy wants to do. amen. mean, you say, Pastor, you're really talking about that transgender stuff. You, hold on, it's going to get a lot worse. If you get offended by this stuff, you, you may want to buckle up or take a Benadryl and go to sleep because it's going to get a lot worse. Amen. We're, we're not playing that. I don't have to live your delusion. And I'm not gonna live your delusion if if you came to me sister Natasha and you said I woke up this morning and the iron in my laundry room told me to go kill people I'm not gonna say well what did it talk like a male or a female did it have an accent what's its name Well, tell the iron I said hi did tell you what caliber gun to use no, I would pray with her and then I would help her find some help. Are y'all with me right now? How stupid would it be for me to say, well, well where did your iron tell you to go shoot the people at? And play along with her delusion. Amen. At some point, you've got to look and say, no, 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 no. You're sick in the head. You're, you're, you, you need help. I'm not making fun of you. You need help, though. And I'm going to tell you. Amen. <laughs> Amen. i got to remember I'm not on the members page tonight. This is life. That's all right. That's all right (laughs) this 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 gender confused i don't know how you can be gender confused you i I can see how you're confused about what color is your favorite which pizza do you like most enchilada empanada i can see if you're confused over that you know hard shell taco soft shell taco Dry rub, barbecue, wet barbecue. I can understand. But confused about your gender? If you're confused, let me help you. Don't do it right now. We'll throw you out of the church. But as soon as you can, go to the bathroom. I'm going to help you. It's real simple. If you're watching at home, you've got easier access than us. If you're confused about your gender, go to the bathroom. I'm not trying to be crude, but drop your britches and look down. That's going to tell you everything you need to know and should clear all confusion. It should clear it up. Say, Pastor, that's, I think you're being a little crude. Well, I think you're, I think you're being a little naive. Do you know what they're talking to your kids about right now? And you're worried about whether I say drop britches and look, and you're worried about that. But they're telling your kids, they're grooming your kids right now. They're grooming your kids. They're training your kids right now. See, this is one of the problems with the church. We want to act like we're so Victorian or, or Puritan, like we're so holy that we can't talk about this stuff. But why don't you let me walk through your movie collection for a little bit and let's see how offended God gets. So don't get your hackles up like a tomcat on me, arching up your back ready for the fight. Do you know what they're saying to your kids right now? They're trying to convince your five-year-old that she's not a she and he's not a he. And where are the parents? Oh, man, if I, if I deal with that, I might have to homeschool my kid or put him in a Christian school rather than let a bunch of pedophiles teach them. I'm going to tell you what needs to happen. If every Christian, every professing Christian in America would show up at their local school and demand that all this transgender stuff go, it would be gone like that don't like that you know why we don't because we're too busy buying lattes and looking at social media and the spirit of this age has addicted us to this pastor I thought you were talking about the New world order I am your your, your kids your kids are being groomed to accept it it's the spirit of Nimrod. It's the spirit of Nimrod. God can't judge me. It's my truth. Jesus said, Look at the tree. Whatever kind of fruit it is, that's what kind of tree it is. If your church accepts same sex marriage, it's not a church. If your pastor is too afraid to talk about it, now I'm talking to everybody here, and thankfully I'm your pastor. For those watching online or or listening to this on the podcast later, I'm sure I'll trigger some snowflakes on YouTube, and that's fine. But let me tell you, if your pastor is too afraid to speak like this, you don't got a pastor, you got a sissy. Does that translate? I don't even know if sissy translates. I'm sure he'll find a word. You've got a spineless, tiptoeing, tight britches wearing, barstool sitting, latte sipping preacher who is too afraid to declare the word of God. And a man can't be a woman. Do you hear me? A man cannot be a woman. And I don't understand why more women are not upset about this. How many women in here have given birth before? Raise your hand if you've had a child. Guess what? Is, is it a little bit painful? Is childbirth painful? Well, guess what? guess what? Guess what the feminists have now taught you? That men are better women than women. And now a transgender man, y'all with me? I'm talking about the spirit of Antichrist. I'm talking about the new world order. And now, (laughs) y'all see it? You're going to see it in just a second. I'm going to put some video up here. It's going to blow your mind. And now a transgendered man, a man born a woman who pretends to be, a, a man born a man who pretends to be a woman, when he speaks, now women have to be silent because he's a greater victim than them. You ready? So the only men that a feminist will listen to is one that has been emasculated, which is what the feminists wanted from the beginning, emasculated men. That's why less than 14% of women in the world identify as feminists. Want to know why? Because most women don't believe that. But the .5% of women that do are on Twitter and social media and make all the noise. And you say, Pastor, I, I think this is a a peripheral, this is a side issue, Pastor. And I think you're conflating this. You need to stick with Russia and China. This is as big, if not bigger, than Russia and China. Because they're grooming your children right now. Thank God the are the governor in Florida signed that bill last week. Did you hear what the media called it? They called it the, now I'm not a political person. I can't, I don't like politics. I don't like Republicans and I don't like Democrats. I don't like, none no, of them. I don't believe any of them. Now, one of them happens to be a little less evil than the other one, but they'd switch power and they, you know, this, they were fighting about this and then when they get power, they do that. You know. But, but watch watch this with me. Watch this with me. The media came out and called it the Don't Say Gay Bill when the word gay was not even in the bill. All the bill said was, is between the ages of four and nine, you cannot talk to our children about sexual preferences. Why? Because if you feel the need to discuss, no, the kids are out, I'm gonna talk adult for a while, okay? I'm sorry if I'm offending your tender little ears. You listen to worse junk than this. But if you feel the need to tell a five-year-old about your sexual preference, you need to be in prison. A teacher came out as lesbian to her second grade class. And the media celebrated. her. Oh, you hate lesbian. No, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate anybody. Here's what I do hate. You exposing a seven-year-old to the practices of what you do in your bedroom. Because you know what you are? Because you're grooming the kids. You're grooming the kids. You're grooming the kids. You're getting them ready. You're getting ready. You, y'all with me on this? It's sick. It's sick. You say, well, th- did you know that, that the worship of Moloch spun out of the worship uh, uh, of the doctrine of Nimrod or all of that stuff? You know what Moloch was? Moloch was a God to which they offered their children. They would burn their children alive to worship their God. Say, we're not burning our kids alive. (laughs) No, we're doing something a lot worse. Now, I don't get into, I I don't talk policy. I talk morals. And I'm going to tell you, morally, this is the most evil administration we have ever seen in the history of this nation. Morally. I'm talking about the New World Order. We're probably going to get banned from Facebook, Sister Robin. Take our church page down after this. I can see it right now. This administration, you know, the, the, the Supreme Court nominee, really? They said, what's a woman? She goes, I'm not a biologist. Now, she's got to be one of the smartest 500 people on the planet. You know why she wouldn't answer that question? Because she's afraid of her own base. They would eat her alive if she said what a woman was. A man caught, a man was caught with over 300 images and videos of children being raped. You know how long she sent him to jail for? The prosecutor wanted a minimal of 12 years. You know how long she gave him? Three months. And then apologized for it. A senator just yesterday, Senator Hawley, I don't even know where he's from, he tried to put a bill through the Senate that said there's a mandatory five years in prison if you get caught with child porn. And the leader of the Senate, Chuck Schumer, blocked it. I'm talking about a new world order. Satan has never cared about you. But he salivates over your children. Hitler said, give me the kids and I'll rule the world. Y'all with me? I'm talking about a new world order. I'm talking about the spirit of Antichrist that's loose in the world. So what happens when, when the governor of Florida signs this bill in that says you cannot groom our children and talk about sex to our kids between the ages of four and nine years old? They lose their mind. Of course, of course, you know, you're, you're homophobic. And if you're homophobic, you must be a racist. And if you're a racist, you're a Nazi. And, and it never stops. So what does Disney do? You know, Disney for the kids. What does Disney do? They come out on the side of the teachers' unions who are run by pedophiles. You say, that's a hard statement. Well, tell me why in the world an adult needs to talk with a four-year-old about sex. I'm just, hey, look, I'm going to call a spade a spade tonight. I'm going to tell you the gospel truth tonight. I'm not going to water this down. Disney comes out and says, Well, here's what we'll do. We'll take the words, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, out of our language now. We'll just say people and children of all ages. You know, in the Congress, they took out reference to mother and women, and they call them birthing people. Birthing. And it's, you say, well, they're just being, they're being evil. The Bible says, woe unto them who call good evil. I can hear people right now, I can hear it. Pastor, if you teach like this, we're not gonna fill this church up. I beg to differ. I beg to differ. I believe there's thousands of people in this city that are listening, waiting for somebody that will just tell the truth. And if they don't, we weren't in it for the crowd anyway. So what does this have to do with the New World Order? Because they are training your kids That truth is subjective, and nobody can judge them. You know what would have happened if I would have told my mom, you can't judge me? If I would have looked at my dad, Brother Reuben, and said, you can't judge me, you know what my dad would have done? I would have had false teeth as a child which is a big problem with our world today. Parents too afraid to discipline their kids. They they're more worried about being their friend, the friend of their child than being a parent of the child. We're raising children instead of raising men. And that's why you have 30-year-old men that act like boys because you raised a boy rather than raising a man. Is this okay, Sister Elva? I know she loves me, so I'll just keep <laughs> Right? Amen. I I, I just, they're going to tell your kids that that you you can't tell me what truth is. The truth is whatever I want it to be. That logic is prevalent in the education system. now. They're getting them ready. They're getting them ready for a new world order. They're getting them ready because the time is right, they feel. For a global shift from patriotism, nationalism, religion to shift it to a one-world government with a one-world religion and a one-world currency. Amen. We've never seen a gen. Nobody hates America like American youth. You're on college campuses. You know what I'm talking about. The most anti-American people in the world are Americans. This isn't a pro-American sermon, although let me say I sure am glad that I'm a part of a nation that gives us freedom. I really am. I really, really am. And I don't apologize for that. I don't apologize for that. Thankful for that. But, but they have been, it has been ingrained in them. Say, Pastor, if you could change any one thing in America, what would it be right now? Purge the universities right now. That's what needs to happen. You hear all these kids out there, young people and uh, uh, people in their 30s protesting, give us free college. Tax the rich. That's what they all say. Take it from the rich. It's their fault. They can pay for it. Why? Because you chose to get a doctorate in macaroni art. I, I need to pay your college bill because you went to school four years to learn how to finger paint it was your choice welcome to being an adult but we didn't know what we were doing oh so we should pay for you not knowing what you're doing you can as an adult not know what you're doing but a five-year-old can have sex change because he knows what he's doing you getting this facebook i don't know if it's coming through loud or clear or if if uh oh weird looking dude with a funny haircut shut this down by now <laughs> zuckerberg Zuckerberg. so it's not fair for somebody to pay their bills because at 19 they didn't under, they didn't weren't able to comprehend a contract but a six-year-old who wants to mutilate their body for sex assignment surgery can make that decision it's evil people it's demonic don't get hey listen I wouldn't even I wouldn't be caught on the side of people who think that's okay now we got elections coming up and I don't endorse people I don't endorse parties but I will tell you this much If the people or the party that you're thinking about voting for are okay with this stuff and you vote for them, you will stand before God in their camp. The Bible says if you strengthen the hand of that one that does evil, you are guilty of all the evil they do. But what university won't tell you is it's not the rich people. <laughs> why don't you ask the professors why they're making three hundred thousand dollars a year and it keeps going up every year? That's who you're paying. It's it's they want to collapse. They want to get you so filled with hate toward the system. We gotta burn. We've heard that in the last three years. We gotta burn it down. We've got to burn it down. It's horrible. We've got to burn it down. Young people in colleges now want communism and socialism. We've got we to burn it all down. A hundred years ago, the average person in the world made less than $2 a day. And look how God has blessed this nation, and by blessing this nation, has lifted the poverty level around the world. But they've got our young people so convinced. Everything they've been taught is a lie. Every bit of good is evil and all evil is good. And I'm about to show you something because it's a master plan. See, we only think, we only think, you know, maybe a week in advance. But Satan's been planning this for thousands of years. They've been planning this for thousands of years. Say, China's going to take over the world next year. No, they're not. They're not planning on taking over the world next year. They've got a 50-year plan, a 100-year plan, and they have a 500-year plan written into their Constitution. You can't get Americans to think past two days. Because we got a perfectly good iPhone, but the next one comes out, and they don't care how much they owe on that one. They got to go get the new one. Are you all with me? I forgot what time I started. And so, there is so much anxiety in the world right now. There's so much fear. There's so much unrest in the world right now. That the whole earth is shaking and trembling right now. Because there's such an upheaval. And there's such a distrust right now. Nation is rising against nation like Jesus said in Matthew 24. Wars and rumors of wars. Pestilence. Earthquakes in diverse places. Famine. Disease. It's on the earth. And there's a group (laughs) demonically anointed. Demonically anointed that says we have the answer. We have a new world order. Do you remember what I I read to you before I get into this video? George H.W. Bush, the 41st president, his representative to the United Nations, Brock Chisholm, said this, to achieve a one-world government, It is necessary to remove from the minds of men their individualism, loyalties to their family. We have to remove their national patriotism and we have to remove their religion if we're going to have a one world order. We're getting rid of our individualism, aren't we? Patriotism is now a bad word. Just if you don't believe me, just go to the Walmart tomorrow, and, or in the mall, and get in a crowd of, around a crowd of people and say, "I am so proud to be an American." If you physically survive that, you'll be called the worst names in the world: Nazi, racist. See, the plan of the United Nations is working. Get people to hate their own country. Get people to stop being loyal to their families. That's why the divorce rate is over 50% in America. Oh, by the way, and in the church. Stop getting them to be loyal to the family. Let's get rid of religion. And religion is on the decline in America. Now, this was all a set up. Because as long as America remains in the lead in the world. Are you ready for this? As long as America remains the lead in the world. Because we love God. And I don't care what former presidents say that this is not a Christian nation. Bless God, it's still a Christian nation. In the fact that we have freedom of worship, even though the left tried to take it from us last year. and remember those people remember the people that did that and don't vote for them and don't support them if you do you support the spirit of antichrist amen i'm still in the book folks they do I, I got to remind you they didn't shut down strip clubs but they shut down the church They didn't shut down casinos, but they shut down the church. They didn't shut down abortion clinics, but they shut down the church. They didn't shut down liquor stores, but they shut down the church. And you're going to give them your vote? Explain that to Jesus. Amen? And I think he'll say something like, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. Amen? They know the single greatest power by design, I believe by design, is is the United States of America. And I've said this many times, we have our scars, we have our mistakes, but it's still the best nation on earth. That's why everybody wants to live here. Without exception, you name me a country and you can walk over there and they would trade places with you in a heartbeat. Amen? And they know that if they can just keep, if they can just keep america uh, uh, at bay if they can just get america to lose her influence in the world then they can place within it a new world order would you get the video ready and get ready to pause there's gonna be a lot of pausing in this the first time we heard this on the public stage was in the year 1991 by the 41st president if you'll go ahead and start the video because i don't want you to just so it's some conspiracy matter of fact i showed brother ricardo before service i said if you if you go and search this out on youtube it'll give a warning that this is a conspiracy we have
2: before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order a world where the rule of law not the law of the jungle governs the conduct of nations when we are successful and we will be We have a real chance at this new world order. An order in which a...
1: Is it going to buffer? Just push pause for a second. This new world order is a design... Anybody got a dollar bill on them by any chance? A single... I need a single. I need a dollar bill. Amen. This, you say, the new world order is a conspiracy. Check out that on your dollar bill the unfearnished pyramid the all-seeing eye the goddess Cyrus Osiris and the phrase written in Latin right here right here you think you can say that yeah it's in Latin that's why Nuevos Ordo Securium which in Latin translates to New world order. And they put this on the monetary system over a hundred years ago. Now you go on internet, and they're going to tell you it's a conspiracy theory. You think so? Keep playing. Is it just gonna buffer? Well, let's, once it gets going, give me a thumbs up. George H.W. Bush promotes the idea in 1991 of a new world order. An order to which all nations in the world, this is the idea, get rid of their borders, get rid of their currency, get rid of their any identifying markers, flags, patriotism, you name it, just get rid of it. And that's the idea in which they're promoting right now. They're promoting it in our schools. You're nothing special because America's nothing special. But I'm going to tell you something. God has blessed this nation. God has blessed this nation. And I'm really tired of feeling like we have to apologize for being who we are when nobody does more good for the world. I was in Haiti right after the earthquake happened. I was there. You remember that? over 500,000 people killed in the earthquake. I was there within 48 hours of the earthquake to help do relief work. I stood on the tarmac. I saw plane loads of supplies being brought in. I saw two U.S. Naval hospital ships sitting right outside Port-au-Prince. All of the medicine that was being brought in from the United States all of the clothing, all of the supplies, everything that was being brought in. I saw all of it. And over 90% of it had a red, white. We color. have
2: before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves.
1: and. Let's for see if we don't pick up here. Keep, keep it going.
2: And we establish go, go back, go back, go back. In order. We'll order in which a credible we'll United be. Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the U.N.'s founders.
1: That was in 1991. Let it play on.
3: This happened just two weeks significant ago. ...significant opportunities to make some real changes. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world, that e- occurs every three or four generations. As one of them, as the uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. Pause it. And pause uh, it.
1: 60 million. Just, just hit pause. 60 million people died in the first 40 something years of 1900. Can we say why they died? You want me to tell you why they died? Huh? Communism. Socialism. Killed over 100 million people in the 20th century. Go ahead and play on.
2: We have before us the opportunity to forge, for ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. That
3: hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people dying, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is the time when things are shifting. We're going to. There's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. So anyway, I'm going to hush up, Mary, fire away.
1: Pause in that. So now, now our 46th president is repeating what our 41st president said. And that it's time for a what? A new world order. When I said this two weeks ago, some of y'all looked at me like I grew a second head. Some of y'all looked at me like this is conspiracy weird stuff. Is it really? Because five days after President Biden said that, the World Government Summit met in the Middle East. This is the heads of state and the representative of states of every nation on earth met five days after President Biden said that. And I want you to tune in and see if you hear anything familiar, because they're not hiding it anymore. Push play.
4: Highnesses, Excellencies, Ladies and Gentlemen a very, very good morning on what is the first official day of World Government Summit here at Dubai Expo 2020. And the title of this session, are we ready for a new world order? Well, the organisers here are nothing if not ambitious. This is, I think you will agree a daunting subject for discussion at just after 9am on a Wednesday morning here in the relative calm of Expo 2020. But tackle it, we must, because I believe what is clear is that we have hit an inflection point. Same We are certainly living in a unique age of uncertainty and volatility in global affairs. Whether you are from the global north or the global south, we have all collectively lived through the twilight zone that was the pandemic and the changes to our social, our digital and our fiscal landscape that COVID-19 wrought. And just as the world re-emerges from the pandemic, we are faced with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which certainly feels like a transformative geopolitical moment. Coming as that does against a backdrop of great power struggles, the emergence of middle powers, of climate crisis and cybersecurity challenges, the trend lines certainly seem to indicate a world headed in a disorderly direction.
1: Pay close attention.
4: Is the US-led multilateral system created post-World War Two to manage international relations so that the world would never again see and experience the same chaos and disorder of a world war? Is it anything like fit for purpose? And if not, what is the alternative? That is the purpose of this discussion today. So let's get on with it. His Excellency Anwar bin Mohammed Gargash.
1: And we got one more clip after this. Did you catch that? For six hours, they talked about a new world order. Did you catch her question? Is it time to start talking about ending the U.S. leading the world? Did you catch that? And why? For a new world order. Because she said exactly what our president said. We have reached a what? Inflection point. They both have the same talking points. And now it's time for U.S. influence and dominance in the world to go down. You really want that? No. No. These rich kids are—they're they're not ready for that. The ones calling for change—they're not ready for that. They couldn't live without their iPhone and their Starbucks. Inflation is going rampant, rampant. Fuel prices, food costs, disease, pestilence is—it's it, at record levels around the world. Why? Do you think that caught these people off guard? No way. She used two reasons as why we needed a global. New world order. She gave two reasons. Number one was what—the pandemic of COVID nineteen. Because of the pandemic of global uh, uh, the pandemic of COVID nineteen, we now need a new world order. Is what they said. You think China didn't know that when they created that virus in a lab? But that's not even disputable anymore. Th- that's not even disputable anymore. They've checked over 1,500 species of animals, and not one of them has a strain of that virus. But that exact virus was in that lab in Wuhan. Let's start talking facts now. We can quit pretending that Fauci knows what he's talking about. How come we're not hearing about ventilators anymore? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. How come we're not hearing about ventilators anymore? Because they did what they wanted. They found out that Christians would snap into line just like everybody else. When they said don't worship, Christians said, we better not go to church and worship. Lord, no, we can't go to church and worship. We're all going to die. And after about four weeks, our church said, you know what? We're going to responsibly come back together and worship. And we had people, so-called born-again Christians, furious that we were coming. Number one, I I was personally attacked as a puppet for the Antichrist because we stopped having church for four weeks because we didn't know about what this virus was. We all thought we were going to die. And then I was called a puppet for the Antichrist and a mass murderer because we said, let's have church together. So, I, 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 if I get heat from both sides, Brother Reuben, I'm, I'm right where I want to be. Jesus said, beware when all men speak good of you. So, I am doing really good right now. <laughs> Amen. And, and And so, what I read in Revelation said there's coming a day there's going to be a mark on your forehead and in the palm of your hand that you can't buy or sell. The vaccine is not the antico- It's not the mark of the beast. I said, we got people out there teaching the vaccine. If you take the vaccine, you're going to hell. It's the mark of the beast. Do me a favor. When you hear somebody do that, get out a pen, get out a piece of paper when they teach that. Write down their name and right beside it, write big dummy. Because they don't know what they're talking about. The vaccine is not the mark of the beast. However, it has given good framework. In New York City, they arrested a six-year-old boy for being in a restaurant without wearing a mask and proving he had a vaccine. Y'all with me? I'm almost done. Don't worry. <laughs> they were replacing. I'd walk into business and they would say, you have a vaccine card? And I'd go, never come back here again. I've still got the freedom to do that. I was standing in uh, Nordstrom's rack a couple months ago and I wasn't wearing my mask. And and a woman, she walks and gets right in my face and says, you're not wearing a mask. And I wanted to say, well, uh, um, hey genius. You got in my face to tell me I'm not wearing one, number one. And she goes, you're putting my life in danger. Really, if it works, then why is your life in danger? She goes, there's a new strain coming out, and it's deadly. And I said, if you'll hold on about 30 days, once we're not scared of this one, another strain will be out. And then after that, another strain will be out. Guess what? This thing's here for life. I'm just going to have peace. I'm going to use sense. I'm, gonna use, I'm not going to go around licking people's car ha- door handles. I'm not going to go kissing strangers on the mouth that have a fever. I'm going to use common sense but I'm not going to walk around living fear I'm not going to do that they put the system in place you can't buy or sell without the vaccine in some cities And, and they shut down churches and remember the people in power that did that because if you support them you support the spirit of Antichrist well they do this one thing I like well you better weigh that in the balance you with me I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. Don't worry. I told you it's going to get, <laughs> it's going to get a little bumpy. Put the system in place. She said it. She said it. COVID-19 was why we need a new world order. Do you think it was an accident that that thing got out of the lab? When America was surging, energy independent, stock market, there was more wealth. In American, the average American's life two years ago, there was more wealth in your life than ever had been in recorded history in the U.S. And, they, and you know what was happening? As America was going up, China was doing this. And then a virus gets out. You say, Pastor, that's conspiracy. But then why don't you tell me how come China would not allow any flights out of Wuhan from October on to anywhere in China but allowed flights from Wuhan to everywhere in the world? Don't take my word. Go fact check me on that. How come China, four months before the pandemic hit, was buying up all the PPE, buying up all the medication, all the ventilators, all the masks, all that stuff. Why? They knew what they'd done. And we won't hold them accountable for it because if you say anything against it, within your whatever phobe, you know, or ism that there is. And it all comes to this. With inflation, with economies crumbling around the world, they're saying, well, the problem is the U.S. dollar. We just got to get rid of it. If we just get rid of this, then all our problems, because if we can get a one-world bank and a one-world currency, we can fix everything. Russia is now telling Europe, buy energy from us in rubles. Do not use the dollar again. And you know how dumb the people are on CNN and Fox News? They think, well, fine, let them do it. You know what's going to happen? You want to pay $20 a gallon for gas because that's what's going to happen. Your Starbucks latte is going to cost you $30. Everybody's excited to go to war with Russia. Let's go to war with Russia. I don't want to go to war with Russia. We're acting like, and look, we're praying for the Ukraine. What the Ukrainian people are going through are terrible. But I'm going to tell you something. This isn't, this is just my opinion here. This isn't Bible, but this isn't our fight. And we got to quit acting like that the Ukrainian president and Ukrainian military are the Mickey Mouse Club or the righteous crusaders. Because there's a video of the chief military officer on live TV in Ukraine saying that they are castrating every Russian soldier they catch did you catch that I don't support that that's not an American value we need to pray and do what we can but we need to get ready because they're pushing an agenda if they can get us at war with Russia then Russia gets at war with us then China backs Russia You see where World War III is happening? In the last year, North Korea has launched more missiles than they had in the last eight. Last year alone, China flew more planes over Taiwan trying to initiate a war last year alone than they did in the last 15 years. They want to draw America into a global war. And it's all over this. Please don't take my word for it. Let's finish the video. This will be the last clip, and we're almost done. Pay close attention to this. I'm going to narrate some things. I don't want you to miss. Turn it up so you can hear it good and loud.
4: Should should countries' governments be forced to make a choice to take a side at this point, Pippa? I mean, certainly. Again, this is a big narrative here. You Please know, this is too. Close. You know, this is the, this is a struggle by two great powers, I use the term great loosely to a certain extent, but two great powers, and and, and others being forced to take a choice. I think this speaks to this kind of emergence of these regional powers and the emergence of the middle powers here, (coughs) because we're hearing, quite frankly, don't force us into a corner here. Are they right? Well, it may
5: be a bit late for that. Uh, I remember talking to an Australian diplomat at one point about this Break between the US and China and said, You know, both sides are going to say, whose team are you on? Mm. And he said, Our job is to make sure the question never arises. But the question has arisen. And so I think we have to go deeper. And it's not about the US versus China, it's about what underpins a world order is always the financial system. The financial Mm. system. I, I was very privileged. My father was an advisor to Nixon when they came off the gold standard in 71. And so I was brought up with a kind of inside view of how very important the financial structure is to absolutely everything else. And what we're seeing in the world today, I think, is we are on the brink of a dramatic change where we are about to, and I'll say this boldly, we're about to abandon the traditional system of money and accounting and introduce a new one. And the new one, the new accounting is what we call blockchain, it means digital, it means having a almost perfect record of every single transaction that happens in the economy mm-hmm. which will give
1: us. spark did you hear that did you hear that did that does that does that you think that's bad she's not done running her mouth listen to this go on
5: greater clarity over what's going on it also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens in my opinion we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights, if we're going to have digital money. Uh, But also, this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private. But what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The US is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. The Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? Mm -hmm. Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves.
1: Did you catch that? There will be no anonymity. Everything you spend will be tracked. Did you hear her say that? A church preaches something they don't like, they'll cut them off. And you won't be able to give because if you give, they can track it and they can cut your bank account off. Do you think I'm being too conspiratorial or you want me to back that up with facts too? Did you know banks, banks right now are suspending accounts of people that supported political uh, or or politicians they did not agree with? Did you know banks are canceling the accounts of gun manufacturers because they don't agree with their policies? They got every right. It's fine, it's America, it's a free country. But then those same people, those same banks are closing accounts. Now, I don't care whether you like Trump or not. You know, That's it, fine. But they're canceling people's accounts because they support, they voted for him? Don't, don't take my, go fact check it. You say, well, what does that got to do with the New World Order? Because don't you think that when you go to a church where they take a stand that a man cannot marry a man? They're going to call that hate speech. And they'll cut off our account they'll cut off your account. And there's no other way to give because when you're in a one world currency, she said it, they'll track everything. So the financial crisis that the world is going through, they said we need a new world order. And we need a one world government. And we need a one world currency. But the only way they can get a one-world currency and a one-world government is by getting rid of religion. That's why the the government's not going to fight a church that doesn't stand for anything. They're not. They're not going to fight a church that has their little smoke machines up here. And and you know, sing with one hand raised and twisting about songs that don't even mention the name of Jesus. And give. Pop psychology messages for 15 minutes. They don't care about what they care about is people that stand for truth. You say, Pastor, what was that? Are you trying to scare us? No, I'm trying to awaken you. I'm trying to awaken you that the coming of Jesus Christ is very soon. The world stage is being set. Folks, I ain't even near about done with this series. The stage is being set right now. The bear is being supported by the dragon. I said the bear is being supported by the dragon. There's a global conflict that is on the horizon. You say, pastor, what does that have to do with the church? Here's what it has to do with the church. Because when we see all these things coming to pass, you better get ready for the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost you have ever seen on planet Earth. Because the Bible said in the last days, the latter house will be greater than the former house and the latter rain greater than the former rain. In other words, what happened in the book of Acts, uh, amen, was just a small thing compared to what's going to happen in the last days. Because before the trumpet sounds, before the trumpet sounds, God's going to send one more great revival to this earth. Say, Pastor, are you scared? I'd be lying to you if I told you there wasn't some apprehension in me. And anybody that says they're not scared of it, they're not telling you the truth. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't look forward to paying $30 a gallon for gas or being thrown in prison for preaching the gospel. And I, I know I can hear it right now online. I can hear it. Now. Nobody in here because y'all are just so awesome. It's not in here. But I can hear it right now. Pat, I think that preacher's exaggerating. Yeah, and you thought it was exaggerating in 2019. And in January, excuse me, February of 2020 when I said, there may come a day they won't let us worship. Do you remember that? And people rolled up, oh, just, he's, he's just, he's exaggerating. California already tried to pass a bill that I, as a pastor, cannot use the Bible to tell somebody that they can be set free from homosexuality. They tried to make it illegal. Thank God it didn't pass. They tried. They're going to try again. So let me ask you something. Are you a fair-weather Christian? Or are you committed to serve Jesus till the rapture comes? Amen. Would you stand with me tonight? I know I went a little long. I had to kind of catch us up. Next week, hopefully, it won't be as long. Did y'all get anything out of this tonight? Is this kind of teaching okay with you? Amen. There's a new world order afoot, Brother Nate. They're trying, they're planning, they're scheming right now for it. They're scheming for it. You know what the church ought to be doing? Number one, be aware of what they're doing. Number two be praying like never before for our families to be saved and for our city to be reached. If ever there was a time for Thursday night prayer meeting to have the biggest crowd, it's right now. I remember I remember the Gulf War. Y'all remember the Gulf War? I was 12 13 when the Gulf War happened. And I remember that war because the thing I remember most about that war was we started having prayer seven nights a week at the church. And we actually would have more backsliders in attendance at prayer meetings than we had church people. Prayer services for a month were wall-to-wall standing. We're on the brink of a global war. And we can't make it to prayer before church. Folks, we've got to get a hold of God like never before. God protect our children. God, save our city. God, reach this nation in Jesus' name. I'm going to be a part of that last great outpouring. I don't know about you, but I plan on Woodland having the greatest revival. Amen. I plan on our campuses seeing the greatest outpouring of the Holy Ghost that California has ever seen before. I don't know if I mentioned it here, but when I was with Bishop Keyes last week, he showed me the front page of a paper from 1997, did I tell you about that? Show me the front page of the Modesto Bee. where in seven weeks their church had over 500 people receive the Holy Ghost. And the media showed up to report it. I'm ready for the Sacramento Bee to show up at 715 Eldorado Drive and do a report of hundreds receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. Drug addicts being set free, alcoholics being set free. homosexuals being set free. I want them to come in and stand back there with their pen and paper and their camera and look across the audience and see every nationality and every race and us worshiping the Lord together and praising God and seeing lives changed. Because they're scheming for a new world order. But we're praying for apostolic order. We're praying for kingdom come. His will be done in the earth. In Jesus' name. I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. Why don't you go ahead and lift your hands right now. Amen. Why don't you pray with me right now? The Spirit of the Lord is so strong in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're at home watching us right now, I want you to just pray as we're closing out this live stream. I just want you to pray with us right now. The power of God is flowing into this house. It's moving right now. God is an awake. God is awakening a mighty army. God is awakening a mighty army right now. We're not going to be put to sleep by the cares of life. We're not gonna get distracted with all the geopolitical things that are happening. We're not gonna be discouraged by the economy, but we're gonna stand strong in our faith. We're gonna stand strong in the belief that God has called us to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is the greatest hour for apostolic revival. This is the greatest hour for the outpouring.
0: Thanks again for joining us for this podcast. It's such an honor that we could have you, and we pray you were blessed by the word today. We want to stay connected with you, and so give us a follow on our social media pages on Facebook or Instagram. You can find all of those on our website at firstchurch.app. You can also stay connected with us through that Uh, website, and you can download it as an app on your phone from there. And so until the next time, we pray you're blessed. Have a great week. In Jesus' name.